A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hello and welcome to a brand new extra special episode of Tender Loving Care with your host myself Pauline and my darling Kate. Kate and I have decided we cannot not discuss the latest in the 90 Day Fiancé franchise, 90 Day Fiancé, before the 90 days. As you probably know, our podcast, Tender Love and Care, which is available on all podcasting platforms, has a new episode each Wednesday. In that podcast, we break down a show from the TLC network, past or present, deep dive and discuss a glorious chaos. We've decided to watch even more TLC and get in on the new season of 90 Day Fiancé before the 90 days and release it as some more content for your beautiful Trash TV loving listeners. Hello, Kate. Hello. We made it to the end. Well... Almost the end. Oh, Last episode, oh, oh. just the tell-all. Just the 18 part tell-alls to go. <laughs> I, lo- I love how we absolutely live and breathe this show. We love it so much, all its iterations. Yeah. But by the time you get to the 18th episode, you're like, we're going to make it. <laughs> it's, it's just pure work. It's pure work <laughs> towards the end. I know. But we're finally there. We are on the last episode. We saw all of these couples get wrapped up. Um, Kate, listen, this is coming out on Tuesday. We're recording this Monday night, guys. And obviously, you know, if you're listening to this, your TLC fans, probably Bravo fans, you have seen us all over um social media today. Shannon Storms Bedore has been arrested for a DUI. Um, she was we're getting so much that's coming out, Kate, that sh- this all happened in John Jensen Jensen's neighborhood that apparently she was there's so much coming out guys it's seriously such world news right now but (laughs) we important news 
that she we've got like people that that the girlfriend of the guy's house that it happened to apparently they heard screaming with her and john johnson johnson massive fight fighting wait this is newport beach right i think it's newport beach okay yeah near his um near his houseboat um, that i thought he lived on so (laughs) then they then she what apparently happened is she drove her car wasted with archie in it slammed into like the side of this house violently enough that the sidewalk pavement came up bit of the house and this flower area thing was cracked then is her car started to leak oil ring camera has her driving off and there's oil everywhere so the car must have been in a state she decided to park it and go in the middle of the road park in the middle of the road grab Archie, put a leash on him, and then go, la, 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 oh, what's happening here? Walking her dog. Just walking my dog. So, and the cops looked at him and was like, you're absolutely wasted and you obviously did this. And they arrested her and put her in jail. But there's so much going on because there wasn't a bond. She was just like automatically released. And it said so- she must have been arrested but it, the, the terminology, and I don't know, thankfully, I don't know anything about DUIs, that it says, like, cited, but she was arrested. I don't know how the whole procedure works. I really don't. But she was released immediately. Yeah, I think they take you in and they do the breathalyzer and all of that. But then you're either going to stay overnight. I'm sure that someone just paid the yeah. bail. Someone just paid the bail and so she could go home. I mean, Kay, what did you think when with all the information coming out today, like tick tape? I have to say, when you sent me this news, it was kind of just this feeling of like, well, this feels like something that would happen, you know, like, well, this is where it was all heading unfortunately i mean we said and it's weird if you go back and listen to our orange county episode on friday and um, that released on friday we said so much about just she is a massive drinking problem and she has since we first seen her on this show it's always been the straight vodka always been the straight vodka and she'll have a side of soda water because she quote likes to mix it herself we know we know what's going on here that's what it's always been with her um I think that the reactions, I mean, honestly, guys, I know we could talk about this for ages and there's other stuff to talk about and we want to get onto 90 Day, but we have to just touch on it. I mean, the stuff that's coming out, Tamra, Kate, I don't know if you heard this. So Tamra and that beige wall that is, um, I've even forgotten her name, Teddy, right? Yeah. See, she's just, so, oh, I can't, I can't stand her. John Mellencamp's daughter. All she does and just encourages people to be anorexic that's her entire and enti- that thingy with teddy or whatever it is anyway um get an eating disorder with teddy whatever it's called so she um they tamra this clip from her on their stupid podcast today and it is as though it's straight lisa barlow T- tamra's shaking i'm actually shaking I spoke to Shannon yesterday. All this happened on Saturday night. So I spoke to her yesterday, which was Sunday, and she didn't say anything to me. 
She goes, I'm crying. I've, I've been hit. I don't know what's going on. Shannon told me nothing. We were on a conference call about this Tres Amigas things. Those two and Vicky are doing because they have a live show this week or something, apparently, which Vicky still advertised. Good, Vicky. And, um, and she said, I spoke to her and she was in the meeting and she didn't say that she'd been arrested the night before. Nothing. Yep. Ooh, that's um, next level compartmentalizing. Yeah. So, guys, there's a lot to speak about. Kate and I will be, you know, feverishly going over um, all the news as it comes in, you know, um, updates on everything that we can. We will be reporting back to you, but please feel free. DM us your thoughts. Email us your thoughts. I mean, Kate, like you say, she... You know, with everything that happened with Lou, of course we have to go back to Lou, Real Housewives New York Lou. When Lou got arrested for, you know, (laughs) threatening to kill a girl. It's not funny. Okay, it's not funny. Okay, Lou was just, she was threatening to kill a cop and she was highly intoxicated, got out of her handcuffs and was running around Palm Beach. But Lou went to rehab and she said, I needed this. And there is a rock, but I think Shannon has been suffering for a very long time and through that stuff because of the suffering she's hasn't dealt with the suffering and drank and drank and that john jensen has been a nightmare for her as well so kate you know i'm sure she has to go to rehab she can't be stubborn i'd be well you know what maybe she will be lou was very gracious lou was just like humble and went i have to go to rehab and she went twice now it's coming out my work my mouth who knows shannon might be like I don't know. I mean, we have Jeff Lewis, her buddy, Jeff Lewis coming out and being like, Shannon is not an alcoholic. She's just leaning on alcohol in a tough time, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, okay, maybe, but yeah, but she's been having a tough time for 10 years. Yeah. It's been years now and you got to order a car, order an Uber for Christ's sake. I mean, it's like, so not really an excuse for that. Yeah. No, I always said that with Lou, like, you know, I, I have I have been guilty of encouraging Lou to drink again, okay? Because Lou, I genuinely think, after Tom D'Agostino, she just drank more to just numb her pain. That's yeah. what that was. Lou, Lou drank her entire. We saw her for seasons and seasons. She was never wasted. Whenever we right. saw her drunk, whenever we saw her tipsy, she could always handle her booze. Was always responsible. She had a massive traumatic life event happen with that bastard D'Agostino. And it caused her to drink more, which happened, and it turned out, you know, with her threatening to kill a cop, Shannon has been drinking like this since we've known her. Right. So I'm going to say on that. Yeah. You know? Even if she's not going to fully stop drinking, I, I just feel like she's at this crossroads where she needs to at least, she needs to just, like, self-examine and, like, Ooh. completely just revamp everything going on in life everything i know i know well we can we could talk for hours about that but we do need to get into tlc yes we get to tlc so kate why don't you lead us we are now this episode 15 16 (laughs) whatever it is finally we are wrapping up all of these couples yes we are let's just go ahead and tackle jasmine and gino because it's a short segment, but it's, uh, <laughs> it's oh, <another> <laughs> so bad. I laughed so much during this whole episode. Right. So Gino has been 
we catch up with him. He's been home for five months. They did like a 90 day UK where uh, they actually like jump ahead. Of him. Yeah, they and um, he says the relationship's going strong, but the long distance is tough. Uh, he's frantically drinking eight cups of coffee. His cousin Dana comes over to help him decorate the house in Panama stuff. Panama. And he is super excited because Jasmine is the day finally after a year and a half, Jasmine is having her visa interview at the embassy in Panama right. on this day that we're filming him. Oh, yes, absolutely. And, you know, I have never seen him this happy. He no. was like buzzing and actually smiling. And you forget because it's so rare that you actually see him happy that you're like whoa okay putting it all up getting this then we cut to jasmine in panama wearing yeah. a nice highlighter pink suit massive stiletto heels and she she knew she's getting messed up with her makeup she says i don't do i don't do well under pressure and i was like oh jasmine i mean, i don't know how jasmine's got this far in her life if she doesn't do well under pressure she's a disaster so she's putting makeup on decides to tone it all down which was good i can't get over her lips I just want to say it. I was looking at her and they, I don't know what it's like to have, I don't know what it feels like to have injections in your lips that, are they soft? Do they, do they feel like they're so huge that you must see them like you see your nose? I don't understand. They're so big. Oh, I know. I love a tasteful little touch of it. You know, yes. I think it can look so good and yes. definitely something I've contemplated like, oh, maybe just a little just a little, 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 little bit, little. But oh my word, these are just giant caterpillars on her face. Like, just they look like they're like about to burst. They that's look it. Full. Mm-hmm. Uh, she every time we see her, I feel like she looks a little different. Like she, she does we saw her without the makeup on, and it was yeah. such a big difference. Um, okay. so yeah, she. You're right. She's freaking out. She's really nervous, and um. Who, what family member was this that brought her? Was that like her sister or cousin? Who was that? Sister slash daughter. Yeah. Right. Okay. So she's taking her and she's really sad that Jasmine might be leaving to move to the States. And Jasmine, you know, she's like, if it doesn't work out, what will you do? Will you stay there? And Jasmine's like, no, 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 no. I'll come back. And uh, then we cut to after the interview is supposed to have happened and Jasmine calls Gino I'm so sorry, but I was laughing so hard at her crying so much. She is sobbing on the phone, like Gino, we'll never be together, Gino. (laughs) So she just automatically blames the embassy. Like it's just this full-on attack of everyone's against our love, and that Gino is having a. I mean, he definitely shit his pants. On this phone call, he was terrified. He was, he didn't understand what was going on. And she was like, shut up. Well, I was so confused about what the heck happened because yeah, she was kind of, what I gathered is that she went in and they took her paperwork. Yeah. She couldn't even be seen for the interview. Is that what happened? That's what I, so she went, see, it was so unclear because she was just screaming hysterically about how Panama hates her. So basically she said they, she was going to do her, an interview for the immigration visa. When she went there, however, there was no interview. They didn't, they, they denied it. It was really hard to understand, but essentially she was not interviewed. They simply took papers from her and sent her away. 
And so that caused her to break down. And when she started screaming at him about, what? Like, what's there? The Panamanian flags. Yeah, change the background. I was laughing. She really, you, at one point I even paused and I thought, is this, or is she just a fabulous actress? And this is all put on because she, it was so hilarious. The level of insanity from her. And it was everyone's fault. Panama, I don't want to see Panama because Panama's done this to us. I've never watched something so much in my life. It's like, oh my gosh. Like you've already waited 18 months. What's another couple of months? I mean, but is it was about this than I do? Like, that's what I was confused about. That like, didn't she have an interview scheduled? Like, why would they not? Why would she was she late? These are all great questions, great, great questions, but we can't get answers because she, she didn't tell us anything. She just kept screaming and Gina was going, well, what happened? Shut up! <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Gina, shut up! <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure that they will talk about it on the tell-all and we'll find out exactly what went down, but because she's oh in my America God, the meltdown. The tell-all. What? She's in America for the tell-all. Okay, so they got yeah. it out. Yeah. So I, you know, it probably was just a, you can't have an interview today. We'll do this. We'll do. It could have been even easier processing. Who knows? But that's that. That was great. It was a. It was a great moment at ninety day. Her screaming about not seeing the Panamanian flags. I really appreciated that. Just know, like, hi, Gino. I just yeah. got done. Like, just straight <laughs> into screaming. Oh my god. Straight in. Who do you want to? <laughs> what I love. What I'm just oh. an end note on that is what I love is that after all this, he still thinks, oh, I can't wait for her to get to Michigan." Can you imagine her in the small town in Michigan? She's gonna she's gonna burn his house to the ground. Mm-mm, That's what she's gonna do. It's gonna. It reminds me of um, who's that? Oh, Nat Natalie and Mike. Yes, it's gonna be like that where she's like wanting this fabulous cosmopolitan American lifestyle. Oh and remember, God. Natalie got to Mike's. Ha- little shack house and he she was like oh my god let's please move to seattle Seriously. it's gonna be like that she's yeah. gonna be like let's move to miami or something be screaming all day um let's go on to uh, amanda and razvan and just get them out of the way because i just ugh, so sick of them yeah. we amanda's doing the back of what he doesn't want me so now i need to because we left it off with him going i don't know if we should be in a relationship so then her very childlike attitude to relationships goes i need to win him back so i know that he loves me so she goes out and buys teddy bears and roses and puts his basket together for him and she goes i'm doing this so he knows that you know i love him and it's our last dinner tonight comes in she's all dressed up and she's being as sexy as possible with him and you know this is our last dinner she goes i don't know what to expect and now she turned on all the sweetness it's just this this constant back and forth which is exhausting for him and you know he sat at this dinner with her and remember we I may have exaggerated that she was there for six months, but she was there for like a super long time. It was like three weeks or something, right? Three weeks, yeah. Yeah. And she lasted the entire time. So for three weeks, they've basically just been at each other's throats. And her, she's been terrible to him. So now she's at this last dinner and she's like, I just don't want to leave here single. Oh, God. So bad. And then he goes, well, you know, I do love, you know, I do like you and I do, but you're also, you know, you are also my worst enemy. Now, call me a cynic. I don't think the relationship is going to last. 
when you are telling the person that you're in a relationship with that they're your worst enemy. But, you know, so they have these strong words, strong feelings. They had this conversation and essentially he kind of backs down and is like, yeah, you know, I, I, I do want to be with you. And she's like, great. So now that you've got the visa, um, you're going to come and meet my kids. These kids who have been hugely traumatized with the loss of their father and they're very very young and let's have you over at thanksgiving the most family oriented time ever and he's like okay so they're having this meal she's super happy because she's like you're gonna come over at thanksgiving you're gonna be with my kids it's rural louisiana this razvan has no clue what he is in for it's lunacy it's he thinks it's going to be like he's going to step into New York City and he's going to go to rural Louisiana. I mean, it's something. So th- we just wrap them up, which I was like, get them off our TV. It's done. She's happy going home. He's happy that, you know, I'm I'm going to come over and we're all going to be a happy family. But did you notice not what? She's such an odd woman. Not once did she say, I'm sad to leave, but I'm so happy to see my kids. Everyone always says that I'm so happy to see my kids. She hasn't mentioned these children once. I find it really odd. She's just an yeah. odd woman. Really odd. She is. And the I want to hear your, your thoughts about her letter too. She like she's like, I don't know. I just can't always say what I mean. And so I wrote you this letter and then Raspin reads it out loud. And it's like, I I think you are my one true love. I will do anything for you. I'm sorry for everything I have done. Just the most generic, like, third grader letter. It's because it's not, nothing resonates with her. I think she's someone you could walk up to and, like, punch her around the face and she'd just stand there with the same expression on her face. She's just odd. And I don't know if that is because she's in, still in the midst of a terrible, terrible grief and terrible suffering. Yeah. Or it's her personality and she's just chopping up parts of her life and putting one over here and another over here and not seeing this whole picture of what her life is. Very I, odd. I don't know if I'd hit her because she might come around with a baseball bat. Remember that story? Um. Ah, let's not forget. <laughs> Never forget. I also was reading that because I was I was almost sold on Razvan being a hundred percent authentic. Yeah, then I people were saying he like he follows Andrew Tate and like reposts Andrew Tate stuff. Yeah, so uh, I'm at the point where I'm like, both of you are a no for me. Yeah, and let's be real. As much as like there are some things about him. He wants he's he he's wants to become an influencer or an actor, right? I guess yeah. so. That's why he's coming to America. He's completely delusional. He has no clue what he's walking into in Louisiana. <laughs> I mean, that's where all the stars are born. That's where all the stars are born. So who who knows? But I'm I'm just really I'm so glad I don't have to see them that much. And in the reunion, they're just going to rehash. I think a lot of this. But they hopefully they won't be featured too much because they're annoying. Yeah, they just ended on like, oh, everything's better now and we're together and right off into the sunset. And like, yeah, yeah I mean, okay. here we go. Wait till the kids get brought in the mix. Seriously. All right. Where are we going next? Uh, let's go to Nicola and Misha. 
this was good with these two. Now, these two are annoying, but this one was actually really good. Yeah. We saw the proposal coming last week. So Misha's walking around and I love her love for the kitty. She's always stopping with the cats. Um, I'd have a nervous breakdown if I was there. I said I really want to go to Israel because it's so beautiful and so historic. But I have nervous breakdowns when I go and see countries where there's just so many stray animals around. I can't yeah. bear it here. I can't bear it there. I mean, I would... You'd, you'd be wheeling me back in a straight jacket. But um, we see them just walking down the street and then he's just like... He decides his perfect spot to propose and he just gets down on one knee and he's like, you know, Misha, I love you. Yes or no? Will you marry me? Yes or no? And you see nothing, nothing short of terror and disappointment go through, go past her eyes. And she just looks down and she says, really? Here? I mean, it was, it was, it went exactly how we thought it was going to go. We predicted She'd obviously be forced to say yes, but it would be a yes, but. And she was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then the glorious, oh, I don't have a ring. I thought we'll go and get the ring together. Kate. This made me laugh. Oh, my God. I didn't want to get her something that she doesn't like. And also, if she said no, what am I supposed to do with the ring? <laughs> I was like, I, I, mean, can't, I guess I can't. I mean, <laughs> I mean. But before we go to the ring shop, she says to us after she accepts his proposal that his strength and courage and the way he has lit up her life is something she doesn't think she'll ever be able to find again. I was like, Misha. <laughs> yeah, you can. It's she I actually wonder, he's the last man on earth. I wonder if they watch these this show back and hopefully see what we see. Because I I cannot fathom what that woman sees in him. I really can't. Unless there is this one big factor, and it's a religious factor. I'm wondering if she has massive guilt about something in her life or behavior in her life or something. I can't imagine what. And she, you know, she she became a Catholic and then decided that the only way to be a real, real Catholic, a proper Catholic, is to go to the extremes of marrying somebody like him which will validate her Catholicism. That's the only thing that makes sense to me because she's like, I can't just go, you know, I've done this now. I've become a Catholic and it's my life. That's who I am. I can't just go and marry someone in Minnesota that doesn't really go to church and likes to go and have a good time. I can't do that. No, no, no. That's not going to be Catholic of me. I've I've, I've decided this is what I'm going to do. This is who I'm going to be. And she's just got into this web of this thing and she's in Israel now. She's committed seven years and he's just an absolute waste of space there's nothing charming there's nothing appealing and she is drop dead gorgeous she's a mother to children she's got great children she's got a great house career yeah i i i think that there is this goofy side of him that she finds cute but it doesn't that that's the chemistry that I see that's the dynamic I see but I think you're on to something with the big appeal being <laughs> that she's committing and do you know going as far right. as go finding a religious partner right um but they oh. they also just don't really match up which we see later on so okay let's go to so they go to the store to get the ring and oh. 
he is bartering with this guy. It's she, he's like, he comes in like big daddy Warbucks, like, Oh, you know, just pick out what it, she's like, what's the budget? He's like, whatever you want, baby. And then she picks out this very, it's pretty, but it's a modest ring. Right. And the sales guy, uh, what was the first price he said? Like $2,000. It was, yeah, it was just under two. I think he started like 2000, then it went to 19. And by the way, the line for me in this entire episode is they're bad. The bartering, right? She is beyond uncomfortable. And this salesman's like, ah, oh, so and so many shekels and da, 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 da. And he goes, look, no child labor. I lost my shit at that one. I was laughing so hard. It's like, look, I mean, come on, hello. There's no child labor. Bonus. Bonus. It was, it was what brilliant. made me lose it was when he's bartering and he goes, well, can you give me a discount since it's my first time? I, As if you get a discount for your first I, marriage. Imagine <laughs> standing there. While this is your future husband, how, do, I mean, I, I don't, I, I just can't fathom it. It was so embarrassing. It was so cringy. And she's just like, uh, and he goes back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And then he's like pissing his pants with excitement because he finally got it down to something. And then he's like proposed to her again. And she sat on this chair and it's just like, I just watching this, it's these, these women are wasting their time. We've spoken about Cleo, which we'll get onto wasting her time, no idea of her worth. And it's the exact same with Misha. He gets it down to 1200 bucks. And I was like, that's a really good price on a diamond ring, engagement ring. I mean, it was barely anything. And poor Misha's just like, oh, that's nice. I'd love to know what her ex-husband's like. Wouldn't you? love to know what he was like oh yeah really I would love that I hope they were like this power couple on the local news station that's what I would have loved they were this really good looking power couple but well and then she had her party stage yeah she's she's cool and uh this is something else but look Kate but come on nothing compares to a diamond ring with no child labor so you know she's winning it's better it's better than what Gino bought Jasmine at least they're just sure he spent awesome. like 50 bucks. Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, but that the, also the thing is that this, this. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Um... Nicola, I would say, has no money either. She's funding him and he's going to come over, like we see in the tell-all, he's going to come over to that house in Minnesota and say, my way, my way. He has no money, no idea about women, never even seen a woman naked. It is ridiculous that he's going to play a stepfather, a doting husband, a great sexual partner. What's going to happen? 
Oh no, she's living a fantasy in her mind about. You know having- what? Get a better fantasy, Misha. I wish Honestly. you at least were having a fantasy where it was some hot dude that worked at the resort in the Dominican Republic, like all these other women that you are convinced <laughs> he's going to be a great husband. He's not, but at least he's hot. And it, yeah, at least those up. women are sexually satisfied. Oh, so uh, they're leaving or Misha's leaving and she's telling us like now all we're waiting on is the annulment with the Catholic Church that needs to get processed. And then after that, we can apply for the K-1. And so they're in the car on the way to the airport. And she says that at some point he should just come and stay with her for three on a tourist visa three months and they kind of wait for the annulment to get processed and then just apply for the K one and be together and, you know, keep the flame alive here. And he shoots that down right away. Yeah. Yep. He just says, it's not godly Misha. God doesn't like man and woman together. And then I put the screenshot on our Instagram, tender loving care podcast, go and see it. He's saying, this is like, it's not good. God doesn't like it. I'm like, God also doesn't like that steering wheel. Did you see it? All of the cover of it was all ripped off and it was just the metal bar of the steering wheel that was showing underneath. At least put some duct tape on it. Do something that will look equally as horrendous, but do something. It's just a metal bar was coming through. And I was like, you've got some bloody cheek, Nicola. Some bloody cheek. Yeah, that's why he didn't want to spend much on the wedding ring. (laughs) His car is breaking down bids her for farewell and um it's just like all right see you not not a tear to be shed i don't get him at all i think he is i do think there's a level of complete naivety and act that comes and that also comes hand in hand with arrogance most men to see to have that woman want you would be flawed and he's like all right see you later and she's like i want you to come and stay in my house for three months nah i don't know there could be well, something else going on, on there. This, that's what I'm saying. On this show, whenever we see someone that attractive sign up for this show, they're usually a nightmare personality. Yes. But Misha's not. She's a no. normal lady and 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 has Love the looks and, like we said, has it all. So the fact that this is what she's dealing with is so lame. And I I hope she doesn't stay with him, but I feel like she will. Oh, um, Misha. All right, who's next? Um, how's about, uh, God, I couldn't think of her name. Statler and Dempsey. Statler and Dempsey. So we get, we're going back into Scotland where they've been on this romantic holiday and Dempsey's walked off because Statler says, I don't think I ever want children. Dempsey's like, you never said this to me. You said that would be open. And we, the camera follows Statler just going, Dempsey, Dempsey. I was like shouting Dempsey all through these halls of this like Scottish castle and um Dempsey 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 and then she's like what and she's like she's like so what you're just packing you're just gonna leave and Dempsey's like look you you lied you told me that you were open about possibly having children and now you don't and you said that then our relationship is not gonna work so I'm I'm packing I'm going and Statler's like me 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 and then she goes into the toilet and is and then it just says 20 minutes later so she's just in the toilet for 20 minutes and then we know she has a weak constitution when it comes to her stomach we established that right um so she comes out and she's dressed ready to go and they sit on the bed and i feel like it was like within 
10 minutes they kind of just made up and they're like yeah you're fine it's like what sorry what did i miss i was so surprised they got to the place they did yeah. by the time she left yeah they come to this conclusion of oh well we'll see we'll kind of put this decision on ice and deal with it later and keep seeing each other and we'll decide on the kids stuff later it's like okay uh, yeah i it it was ridiculous and then they they kiss and all made up but i'm like uh, Okay. Then they drive back, Dempsey drives back um to her house and Statler makes oh, it's the first time we've seen sun in England. Shut up. I don't want I don't want her in our country. Like go away. You were oh she annoys me. She all she does is saying, I just want to move, want to move to England, want to move to England, want to move to England, talk shit about it all the time. So you know what? Go away. We don't want you either. Um so we see them um, kind of having their last night and they're getting the fire on and they're relaxing on the sofa. And then another shock, Dempsey full on says, you know what, Statler, I've been thinking about it and I do want you to move in with me. I do want you to move to England. And Statler's like, what, really? Not a conversation of visas, jobs. Are you going to work on a farm? She doesn't have hot water. You understand that those are freezing cold showers every day. Yeah. There's no hot water. I just so, wrote down, girl, why did you agree to this? And she's like, yeah, yeah, I want to do it. Statler doesn't want to be, she, like, it's not her world. She can't survive in that. I don't think she's really a farm girl. I don't think she wants to live in that environment. And she's, but she's thrilled because she has the Fred Armisen syndrome, which we've spoken about. So she's like, brilliant, great, okay, excellent. Oh my God, we're going to be together, we're going to be together. And I think that Dempsey is just wrapped up in that last night that last night of saying goodbye and things come out and you come to conclusions that you probably shouldn't um because it's the last night and you know you're going to miss them so you're extra romantic and say let's do it right um, and so yeah so then they're getting ready and she goes to the airport and then there is a scene right where Dempsey's kind of like actually I don't want to feel pressure in doing this Right, because she's, when Statler is folding her clothes and packing up, uh, Dempsey does bring up the concerns about, well, you're probably going to go home and have all your creature comforts and you might not want to move back here where my lifestyle is very rustic. Yeah. um, She tells us she doesn't want, she's worried about that, but also... She doesn't want Statler to come back and move in with her and be pressuring her to change her whole life around to make her comfortable because Dempsey loves her life. Exactly. She's very happy with the setup. She's very nomadic and she likes where she lives. And Statler eats hungry man, take, you know, microwave dinners. Like that's what that's who she is. So I don't I'll be I mean, yeah, because they they ended at the airport, you know, lots of hugs and tears. And I'll be interested to see what is said on the tell all because we previous to seeing this, we I was convinced that there's no way they're still together because of what we Statler post online and talking Dempsey's best friend online and comments and stuff. So seeing this, I was second guessing that thinking, wait, maybe they're still seeing each other. But she's not in New York where they were shooting it. And it is a short, relatively, anyway, when you, you know, living in Los Angeles, it is a relatively short trip to go from Manchester Airport to New York. Like it's like six hours flight or something. And she didn't do it. 
yeah. don't know why I don't know why but um I will say that I love Dempsey and I think she's be- a beautiful girl I really think she's very very beautiful but whoever did her makeup and told her to wear what she was supposed to wear in that tell-all she's on the screen and she's got these tight ringlets like a little Shirley Temple. I don't know if you saw that. You oh. have to go and see it. She's got these tight, 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 tight little curls. And it's as though someone just drew like two red things for blush on her cheeks. I don't know who told her to wear what she's wearing, but it's odd. It's really odd. But we still love you, Dempsey. We'll see what happens with that. We will. Uh. <laughs> If you okay. break it into song and dance. Um, Cleo? Let's go to Cleo. Darling Cleo. This guy. Okay, you need to take it. My anger. Okay. Knoweth no bounds with this so- moron. <laughs> so much like the other segments, the uh, one person is packing up to go. So Christian is packing to go back to the States. Creo, Creo, Cleo is crying. A lot, a lot. Oh. She's very upset. Um, Christian makes this speech at her apartment about how there are things that happen they, that put a, quote, dent in the relationship, but they don't worry. They don't outweigh the good. And she's like, okay, great. I don't know. And she tells us that, and I thought this was a pretty telling segment with her and the producer she doesn't want to lose the relationship because of the challenges that she has faced with her identity and yeah. she hasn't had apparently a, a good time dating and she she doesn't want to let go of this when she feels like there's something there. And he's just clearly not as invested as her. Uh, he's ready to bounce. He's ready yeah, to bounce. Uh, they're saying goodbye. He does this old-timey Humphrey Bogart voice. No, 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 no. Can you imagine the fury that was coursing through my veins? I've told you, this ding-dong did a couple of improv classes. He does local Amdram, and <laughs> he does, I know he does in that local town, and he thinks this is charming or witty or funny, and Christian, it's none of those things. You're awful. And you're leading Cleo on and just let her go. And Cleo is hysterically crying over this man. And I'm like, ah, know your worth. He's awful. He was so excited to get to that airport and to get to the airport bar. So thrilled. The I mean, lack he- of comforting that some of these uh, guys have, it's like, she is so upset. Why aren't you saying stuff to make her feel better about all this? But he's yeah. not. He's just like, oh, well, I'll see you, darling. And it's like, shut the fuck up and be a man. Oh, he's awful. And then he, you see him, by the way, we, we've discussed his jacket choices. And he's evidently heard loudly, but then bought something that's even worse. You see him at the tell-all and he has some faux well, faux leather is good because we don't want to be wearing leather from animals, but he's wearing like this, I mean, plastic, like biker jacket thing. I don't know. I was losing it. I was losing it. <laughs> I couldn't watch it. I can't watch him in any more horrendous ba- jackets. Oh I can't. God. And he hasn't shaved his head like I told him to. So there's a lot <laughs> going on with that. There's a lot going on. Oh, he's, he's, packing, he's packing up her cats in their little backpack oh. to go on an outing. And she's 
devastated. And then, like you say, we see him skipping to the international flight. And I just wrote, I hope he doesn't black out and bother young girls on the flight home. Like he oh, did. He, he definitely did. But you know what's <laughs> nice about Cleo? There's always Anne. I think her name's Anne. I may have just made that up. Was her name Anne? The friend. Whoever, the oh, friend. Yeah. That I said I, I'm convinced is in love with Cleo. I think they would make a perfect couple. Jane, wasn't it Jane? Jane, that's it, Jane. Jane's there. I hope Cleo went straight over to Jane's. Those two need to get together. Jane loves the kitty cats. She loves Cleo. She's protective of Cleo. Why aren't those two together? Forget Christian. Oh, it's a nightmare. Um, so happy to take the piss out of him more in the tell-all. Um, and I hope all, all of, and he's going to get destroyed in the tell-all, by the way. They are after him in the tell-all. Oh, yeah. Those castmates are going to rip him apart. Yeah. Uh, so the only one left we have is, this is, this came out of left field. And I'm I'm very appreciative of it. Is Riley and Violet. The scene opens. We see Riley relaxing in his chair in um pennsylvania and he says it's been a few weeks since he's been back from um vietnam and he's smoking a cigar and we hear the producer talking to him like what's been going on and he goes well it's just all so confusing yeah it's confusing buddy he says he comes back and he starts getting very nasty messages from violet we see some of them and it's i don't want to be with you please block me we are over. I don't want to see you again. Stop contacting me. I don't love you. Blah, 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 blah. He says, then suddenly, a week, two weeks later, she texts him and it's all nice again. I'm no, sorry. This, no, sorry to correct you, but this was yeah. just this was just a few days after that. The, the nice text. The nice text. And then it's a few weeks later after the with the other thing. Got it. Okay. Right away. <laughs> It's then, you know, I'm so sorry. I love you. I do want to still marry you. I do want to be with you. He's like, what? Oh, and also, um, also I'm pregnant. <laughs> and it's yours. What? What? So we were asking, because we saw this in the preview last week, and yes. we were asking, when did they have sex? Because their yes. whole segment, the entire season, was meeting up at a cafe or a bar fighting and splitting parting ways going back to their you know wherever and they didn't really spend much time together and so we were like when was this child conceived and we get our answer he tells us and he's at his friend's house that uh questioned her on the facetime tiffany yeah me and he says that his last night there she surprised him and apparently showed up at his hotel and one thing led to the next and they had sex at his hotel his last night in town very convenient and also what's convenient is he's on medication that apparently gives him a one percent chance of getting a woman pregnant plus violet's 43 now i'm not saying that later pregnancies don't happen they absolutely do but the chances of them having sex one time at 43 years old, conceiving that easily and quickly, plus with him having a 1% chance of getting a woman pregnant. Just, I, I'm Look, I'm not a mathematician, but it doesn't exactly add up to me. 
No. And also I'm like, what is this medication that temporarily lowers yeah. your term count? Like would a lot of men be on that? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, what is he? 48. Um I don't know. Because he's because he did say he wasn't like I you know, for the rest of my life, have a very low sperm count. He was like, once I get off the medication, sperm count rises, but I'm on it. So it's less than 1% chance of getting someone pregnant. I was like, what is this medication? But I just have to state the obvious, like, it's going to be clear when, if she really is pregnant, when she has the baby, it'll probably be clear if it's his or not. Right. He's a black man. Yeah. I mean, and he said that, you know, he didn't see any other black people when he was there. And I'm like, right. Yeah, the exactly. Baby will probably look like you. Plus and- timing. Plus, I mean, what's I, th- and then he says that he's telling Tiffany and I, I said, okay, Oh, Oh, this was so, this was so immature. This man's 48 years old, never had a child. And he, th- he goes, yeah. So I told her, you know, she's pregnant. Stop putting headphones on to classical music for the baby. If I was pregnant, by a man that lived thousands of miles away, and that was the first thing he told me, I would lose my, grow up, I'd lose my shit. I'd be like, maybe we should start thinking about what the rest of the lives look like. And then he's like, well, you know, I did tell her, found a doctor, told her to go there, and that I'll pay for everything, obviously. Um, this Tiffany was like, oh, that's so sweet. I'm like, no, it's not. It's exactly, and less than what he should be doing. But anyway, and then apparently Violet said, well, I I don't want to go to that doctor because I have my own. Um, I my prediction: she absolutely was not pregnant, thought she was pregnant, or she will claim she was pregnant and lost the baby. That's what I think will happen. And it was a tactic to get yeah. him talking to her again. But with, but it is weird though, Kate, because she didn't want anything to do with him really. When he was there. Yeah. yeah. She's just like, and what is her, if her whole motive was absolutely 100% to come to the States, that's it. Get money, come to the States. Then she would have faked it. I mean, she must really hate him then and really not be attracted to him to have gone the entire couple of weeks that he was there and never really be nice to him or have any interaction or even tell him that you like him. She didn't even fake it. So then what, if we're going along this line of theories, then she just thought this has been a disaster. My last ditch effort is I have to force myself to have sex with them on this last night and then I'll claim I'm pregnant. That must be wild. thought. I mean, I don't know, but she's absolutely has not had a baby. And if she has, it is not hers. Was he saying with the doctor thing? Because he said, I found a doctor that speaks English. Yeah. And was he saying that he would do everything and pay for everything if she, if they did like genetic testing to find out if it really was his? Unclear. Unclear. That's kind of what I thought he was saying. Like, I, I once I find out if it actually is my baby, like, then I will go all in. But he's I like, I did, he, he did say directly, like, he he's kind of holding back on his excitement and stuff because he's never had kids. And yeah, I think this would be exciting for him. But he's like, I'm holding back until I until I know it's really happening. And that this is really my kid. <laughs> but it, okay. uh, uh, it was just that came out of 
nowhere. So she will be grilled at the at the tell-all without a doubt. Now we saw if that's all of our um couples, we saw a glimpse to the tell-all. Sean was there, Sean's always there, and we have a new surprise this year. An all live studio audience. That was like what was really we always we already have like three of these shows to get through for the tell all i'm sure and a live studio audience can you imagine how long they had to sit in that studio audience that was probably like a 22 hour day i swear (laughs) imagine if we were there we would be heckling we would have wine in our pockets we (laughs) would be sharp christian it would be brilliant we would have been guest stars but the fact they have this life and honestly they did a scan of that audience and it looked like they just dragged them off the streets of new york and they're like we'll give you 25 bucks <laughs> just come in well i hope they don't have what's his name uh, stop like... don't even say it. don't even say it. don't even say it that little dwarf man don't even say it i can't with him i can't no <laughs> We're not, we're not doing it. I, if I'm only watching, the only person I want to ever come back into any of these tells is Jesse. And I want him with his espresso cup and in a robe. That's the only person I want. Never having anything to do with any of these people, but I want him there. I need to know how many houses he has. I need to know how successful he is right now. I need it all. <laughs> oh, it's Tim. I said Tom. Isn't Tim, it Tim? That's a, that little yeah. moron. No, I want Jess always want Jess and it's also yeah. good if Jess can come on and just talk about you know his new calendar or he always has a new calendar he's launching he's like kind of half naked and all of those mm. about how everyone is a failure compared to his success and how much Darcy he just wishes well that's <laughs> what I want well they did it once maybe they'll do it again oh, <laughs> we don't we know one thing on tlc is they find a formula that works and they, they just keep it going run it into the ground run it 15 <laughs> seasons later <laughs> there was i was listening to um it was a sister wives coverage of um by um june diane raphael and casey rose wilson and, and elizabeth lane and they said casey rose wilson was like because we're talking about how Sister Wives has been on for like 18 seasons. And June Diane was like, well, do you think people are, who's actually watching this apart from us? Do you think there's a lot of people? And Casey goes, you know what? I think TLC is like, we've got a couple of people watching. Let's just keep on rolling it out. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. They just have one of Cody's kids holding the camera at this point. <laughs> just every these Expedition X, these these pimple poppers, they're in like twenty eighth seasons, and it just keeps on going, keep on going. That TLC, no, nothing gets cancelled here. Nothing gets cancelled. <laughs> TLC, you're greenlit. All right, guys, we're gonna go um and now record our Wheel of Shame episode in which we discussed a very interesting show called Disappeared, uh, which features missing cases. Um, and it was uh we picked one to do, but we have a lot to chat about. That's gonna be released tomorrow on Wednesday. We are gonna talk more about Shannon in that episode and also the fact that I'm turning into Sutton Strack from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Um, but we love you all so, so much. We love you. Really do. We love you. Um, but no, we really appreciate all of you reaching out in the DMs. It makes us so happy seeing all. We always respond. We love you all. Um, follow us, Instagram, Tender Loving Care Podcast. Email us, tenderlovingcarepod at gmail.com. Kate, 
anything else? Join us uh, for the subscriber episodes that come out on Fridays, every other Friday. We have a bonus content that gets released. You can either go to Patreon and find us there, or you can go in your feed and find the locked episodes and just put your info in. And that's five bucks a month. And you get two more episodes from us every month. Yep. And uh, something free you can do to support the show is to rate us five stars, share the episode with your friends, and spread the word about the pod. That would be amazing. Thank you uh, so much. So lutely. We love you guys. We will see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.